Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! What is up, everyone? I am Matt Scaletti. This is episode one of the Living the Dream podcast with yours truly, Matt Scaletti. I am so excited for this podcast. I'm excited that you're here with me today because we are going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, which is morning routine, morning habits. And I am about to give you the three best morning habits you can start off your day with. Now, I promise you, these are not just my ideas. This is through my experiences, research that I've done, habits that I've tried, people I've listened to, seminars I've attended, and I have boiled it down to these three best morning habits. Let me give you a little background about myself, and I'm smiling because... I did not have the best morning routine for a decade of my life. For those of you that don't know my story, from the age of 17 to the age of 26, I was a full-blown alcoholic. I got introduced to alcohol in college, and I thought I could get out of that routine of drinking socially or basically just thinking I needed to drink to be fun and I couldn't. I got out of college, I moved to Boston for a couple years, and the drinking got worse, moved back to my hometown of Pittsburgh, and still was a extremely strong social drinker, and it was just in a bad place in my life, and my morning routine was zero. I had no morning routine. I would wake up late, I'd be stressed out, I would be going crazy, and before I even got to work, my heart was beating out of my chest, I was sweating, and I was extremely stressed out. So that was my morning habit for a decade, and luckily I was able to turn things around in 2011 and start to really make improvements in my life, in my body, in my mindset until uh, today, which I feel like I have started to conquer my morning routine, even though I'm always looking to improve myself, my morning routine, and I always want to have feedback to try to improve my life and everybody that I speak to as well. Now, to me, there's two ways to start off your morning. There's two ways. That's it. Either you can be reacting to things that happen in the morning or you can take action on your morning. As you just heard in my decade of struggling, I was reacting every single morning. I woke up and was reacting. Oh my goodness. I was reacting to being late and I was reacting by being stressed out to that. Other ways you can react, you can wake up and react are you flip on the news. That's reacting because you're watching something You're watching information that's being pushed out to you, and it's a matter of reacting to what you're seeing. And just for a little thought process here, reacting is not the best way to start off your morning. Taking action, winning the morning, is the way to start off the morning. 
So watching the news is a way to react, and typically it's a negative reaction. As we all know, the news is 99.8% negative, and when you see that negativity in the morning, it hurts you long-term because, first off, it takes your focus off of positive things you could be thinking about. It's a negative way to start off the morning. It also hurts with your hopes and your dreams because you're seeing people that are having terrible things happen to them. And by the way, that is not... That is not reality. That is one or two or five people's view of reality. So be very careful when thinking the news is reality. There are so many good things, positive things, healthy things that businesses and nonprofits are doing on a daily basis that you do not hear about ever on the news. So please do not wake up in the morning and think it's a good morning habit to flip on the news because that will poison your mind and that will destroy your hopes, your dreams, your goals if you're watching the news for even 10 or 15 minutes in the morning. The other way to react in the morning is to check your social media. I know the social media world that we're in, I love social media. I'm a social media fan. I have been inspired by many people on social media, and I think I've also inspired many people on social media from the direct messages and comments that I've seen. However, as we all know, if you're looking at your phone and scrolling through social media, not only does it take up time in which you could be taking action on the morning, but you typically see some of the negative stuff that is going on. And that leads me into part of the social media discussion, which we'll get into in another podcast. But be careful with who you follow, because if you're following people that are constantly pushing negative content, you might want to think about unfollowing that individual. Because you just your life is too short to be consumed with this negativity. I have a strong no phone before breakfast mentality. Now, when I say that, you sometimes, I, the rebuttal I hear sometimes is, hey Matt, I see sometimes that you put on your Instagram stories or you make a TikTok video before breakfast, before 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And that is true because I will sometimes create. My quote to myself is, I will allow myself to create some content, but never consume the content before breakfast. So I will create, I may make a video that's a minute long or 10 seconds long or a little boomerang that's five seconds long before I go to the gym. I will create sometimes, but I will not consume content until after breakfast. Another strong thing I think, which is part of the reacting, one way to react is to check your email. I never check the email before breakfast. I never check my email really before work because to me, if you check your email before work and you're responding to emails at let's say 5 a.m. or 5.30 in the morning, then you set the tone that people expect you to respond at all hours of the morning and all hours of the night. And I will not set that expectation for myself because I don't expect anybody else to respond to me at midnight or four o'clock in the morning. So I'm not, I'm not going to set that expectation for others. I will, I will respond to email very promptly during work hours when people probably expect a response, but I won't go all crazy and send emails at all hours of the morning and late at night. Going back to our reactive versus taking action. Be careful that you're not reacting to everything that happens in the morning because it's a perfect way to get you really stressed out before the day even starts. Reaction can stress you out. Be very careful. So 
This podcast, the three best morning habits are all about taking action. How can you grab a chokehold of your morning and squeeze all the energy out of it so that you're starting your day in a positive way? And I promise you, if you own the morning, if you own the first 20, 30, 40, 60 minutes or two hours of the morning, if you want to go that hardcore with it, which I love, that's what I'm into, then you will own your day, you will own your mindset, you will own your attitude, you will own your month, and you will own your life. Own the morning, own your life. Now, we're going to get into the three best morning habits. One thing before we get into that, start slow with this, please. And what I mean by that is, I do wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning now, and from 5 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. is my favorite part of the day. My wife knows this. I crank it out with a bunch of different habits in my morning, topped off with my workout, which I love and I crave and I enjoy more than anything as a morning workout. But I didn't start that way. I didn't start out just waking up two and a half hours before. Uh, I didn't jump right into it that quickly. I woke up 20, 30 minutes earlier than I normally would. So please, if you're gonna jump into this and you're gonna try this, I don't know that I would fully suggest waking up two, two and a half hours earlier than you already do. Maybe you wake up 30 minutes earlier and you try one of the ideas that we're gonna talk about today. Maybe you wake up an hour earlier at the most and start a couple of the ideas we're gonna talk about. But I just wanna make sure you don't jump all the way in and then get frustrated with how difficult it can be and then swing back to the way you were. I want you to improve. I want you to feel the progress. I want you to feel like you're moving in the right direction and you're growing your mindset, you're growing your body. So here we go, it is go time. The three best morning habits, and they are so simple to remember because they rhyme, they sound good, and I promise you when this podcast is over, you will not forget this. Three best ways to start the morning. You must move every morning. You must improve every morning, and you must soothe every morning. Move, improve, and soothe. Move, improve, and soothe. Move, improve, soothe. Move, improve, soothe. Move, improve, soothe. It's just fun to say. Move, improve, and soothe. And that is what we are going to talk about when we dive deep into these three best morning habits. Let's start out with moving every morning. I'm not going to say that anyone is more important than the rest, but in my coaching of many, many, many people, in my personal training days, I had my own personal training business for about five years. Moving in the morning, in my opinion, is the best time to do it. Wake up and move. And what I mean by moving is first off, moving out of bed, getting yourself moving very quickly. I think I, I'm I can, yes, I think it's fair to say I'm against the wake up and just lay there. I'm, I used to be a big time snoozer, and when you continue to hit the snooze button, that nine minutes of sleep, I don't think is helpful at all, and it makes you actually feel like you're losing confidence because you can't prove to yourself that you can get up when the first alarm hits. It crushes your confidence to hit the snooze button because you're proving to yourself you cannot wake up when the alarm goes off. So, after this podcast ends, when you set that alarm tomorrow morning, you promise me you wake up as soon as that alarm goes off and play a song that you like. Get yourself 
upbeat, get a great song that just like gets you moving, gets you shaking that butt, gets you dancing around, having some fun. Help yourself to wake up at the time your alarm goes off. Wake up and move. First thing I do, every time my alarm goes off, I wake up, I get out of bed, boom. By the way, I put my phone across the room from the bed. So that way I have no choice but to get out of bed and shut the alarm off. Instead of having it be within arm's reach of your bed, it's way too easy to reach over and just punch around at the phone until you hit the snooze button. Put your phone across the room. It forces you to move in the morning. Alarm goes off. I get out of bed, shut the alarm off, and I thank the big guy. I thank the, the good Lord for letting me live another day. I don't care if you're not religious. Just give thanks for being alive for another day. Even if you're not religious, I'm sure you believe in death. So you didn't die. You're alive. That should be celebrated because a lot of people are not able to say that. A lot of people are not blessed with another day of being healthy, another day of being able to work out, another day of being able to listen to a podcast, another day of being able to improve yourself. So that's the first movement is actually to move out of bed. The second movement is maybe you assumed is to move your body, move your body. One little hack, one little tip in the morning that has worked for many people. And you maybe you've read about this, maybe you have not. Put your workout clothes out lay them out and lay them right next to your phone because here's the deal if your workout clothes are right there your phone goes off boom you thank the big guy for living another day then you see your workout clothes there and you don't hesitate you start putting on your workout clothes because if you start that movement if you start the process of one one leg going in your shorts the other leg going in your you pull up your shorts now your workout clothes are on it's too late you're moving. Your mindset is now on working out. You're not going to go, oh, you know what? This, this morning's not going to happen. I'm going to go back to bed. You won't do that. I'm promising you. Once your workout clothes are being put on, your brain has lost. It's not going to get you back into bed. You're already moving. The ball is rolling. The flip side is if you do not have your workout clothes already laid out and you're somebody that has a tough time getting up and working out in the morning, now you have an excuse. Now you have a built-in excuse of, oh, what am I gonna wear? What am I gonna wear to the gym? You know what? Oh, I didn't do laundry last night. I don't even think I have any clothes. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna skip today. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm gonna skip today. Oh no, this is not the do it tomorrow crowd. If you're listening to this podcast, you are stepping your game up. You're stepping your life up. This is not somebody, you are not somebody that is gonna do it tomorrow. You wanna do it immediately, do it now. So put your workout clothes out. I actually still do this, it's still a habit. My wife knows it, I put it on the dresser. My workout clothes are right next to my phone every morning. I don't think I need motivation to work out, it's just become a habit now, but it's also a habit to leave my workout clothes there. So I have no excuse either. My workout clothes are ready to rock, Every morning, I set it up the night before, and it's go time. Now, exercise before work. Why am I such an advocate of exercising before you go to work? Matt, why can't I just exercise after work? Here's why, and I'm sure a lot of you that have tried this know this. Too many things happen after work. It's too easy to come up with an excuse after work. There's no excuses early in the morning. Even people I've coached that have kids, two of our, a good couple friend of ours, friends of ours, 
They have, what do they have, three boys, and they work out early in the morning before the boys are even awake. It is awesome. They don't watch TV late into the night. They prefer getting up and being healthy together as a couple and as a family, and it's a beautiful thing. If you exercise before work, there's no excuse in the morning. There's just no excuse. You're already up. Nobody else is awake, and you can crush it with a workout. Now, with the exercise, a lot of questions I get is, Matt, I don't like the treadmill. Matt, I don't like lifting weights. Here's what I beg anybody, you that are listening to this, I know there's going to be at least a few of you, find whatever exercise you enjoy, or at least that you can tolerate. If you're somebody that, and to be honest, I hated the treadmill for so many years, but I loved, loved, loved the stair climber and I loved lifting weights. I used that to my advantage. That's what I did. I did the stair climber most of the time and I lifted weights. Now I continuously change up the exercise because I'm a firm believer of keeping the body guessing and doing different workouts to work different muscle groups and different types of exercise. I love that. But I want you to find an exercise or a routine that works for you that you enjoy. You may hate going to the gym. That's okay. Maybe you like one of these insanity workouts or something you can do on YouTube, something you can do online. Find what works best for you and do that. Now, please don't say that you don't like an exercise or a workout if you've never tried it. Oh, this kills me. <laughs> the number of people that I've asked if they like sushi and they say, oh, no, I hate sushi. And then I ask, have you ever tried it? And they say, no, that kills me. That <laughs> kills me. If you never tried it, you cannot say that you don't like it. You can't go by whatever your mom says or your neighbor says or your friend says. You try it for you before you come up with an opinion about it. Same goes with exercise. Make sure you try it first before you say you do not like something. And if you're going to go to the gym... And I've seen this with a lot of really close friends and some family members that are intimidated by the gym environment. They don't know what to do. I would ask you to ask one of the trainers, ask somebody to help you at least show you what this equipment does because what you do not want to do is go into the gym, go into a workout, not know what to do and injure yourself because your form is not good or you're using a machine wrong. You want to be very safe when you're exercising and I would definitely ask a professional to help you at least the first few times if you're unsure of what you're doing. Matt, how much time do I need to spend when I move in the morning? Remember, it's move, improve, and soothe. The three best morning habits. How much time do I need to move? I say... Pick a time that you can carve out that works and start slow again. You don't have to be somebody, if right now you have no morning routine, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that tomorrow morning you should work out for an hour and 15 minutes. I will be honest with everybody listening to this, as, as I try to always be honest. My workouts typically do not go longer than 45 minutes. My wife knows this. I typically do abs for five minutes. I go really hard on a cardio, intense high intense interval workout for 15, 20 minutes. And then I lift for, I lift weights for 20 or 25 minutes. Maximum, the very max is an hour, but my typical workout is 45 minutes, 50 minutes, right around there. Point being, you don't need an hour and a half. You don't need two hours. Some people will tell you, yeah, I worked out for two and a half hours today. Well, 
No, they didn't really work out for two and a half hours. They were on their phone for an hour and 45 minutes. Then they talked to somebody for the next 20 minutes, and maybe they worked out for, for actually 15 minutes hard. So don't think that you actually need to work out for hours and hours. You can start out tomorrow morning for 10, 15 minutes. You can do some jumping jacks, jump some rope, try to do some push-ups, and you can modify a lot of these exercises so they fit your workout ability. A lot of people think you need to do a regular push-up. That's not true. If you try a push-up and you actually are on your knees instead of on your feet, it's a little bit easier. You can also use a chair or push up onto a couch or something to, to make the angle easier so you're not pushing up your entire body weight. There's ways to modify the exercises to help you out. Point being, when you move in the morning, start slow. If you can only start with 15 or 20 minutes, that is awesome. 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. If you walk up and down your street for 10, 15 minutes, that's great. Just start something. Get your body moving and get your body used to moving when you wake up in the morning. Oh, do I love exercise. Woo! Woo! Man, it just gets me all excited. I just worked out a little while ago, so I'm still riding the high from working out. That's another thing, the benefits of exercise, I'm sure a lot of you know, there are so many benefits. Feeling happier is actually a benefit. It works, there's certain chemicals your body releases and it actually makes you feel happier. It energizes you. A great workout will energize you and not suck the life out of you. It'll make you feel much more energized and also you'll feel more energy throughout the day. People can tell during my day if I've worked out that morning or not. If I don't have really, really high energy at one or two o'clock in the afternoon, people know that I did not work out that day. That's just what happens. It's amazing the benefits of working out. And clearly, weight loss is a huge benefit of working out. Feeling better, looking better, and just having a better attitude are all these possibilities of when you work out, especially when you work out in the morning. Make it a habit. Move, move, move first thing in the morning. Okay. Remember, we're talking about the three best morning habits. Move is number one. Number two is improve. Improve yourself first thing in the morning. This is a very powerful one. They're all powerful ones, or I wouldn't tell you about them. But improve yourself first thing in the morning. Sidebar, just so if those of you that don't know, I actually wrote a book about a morning routine. It's called The First 15, The First 15 by Matt Scaletti. I go into a lot of detail about a morning routine. It's actually about owning the first 15 minutes of your morning. And I talk about a lot of different ideas you can use, a lot of which are in this podcast. But I just wanted you to know, if you wanna go a little bit deeper, I did write a book on it. Feel free to check it out. Shoot me a message if you have read it. I'd love to get feedback. I'm always in for constructive criticism with podcasts or books I wrote or videos that I share, posts I make, anything. Always wanna keep improving it to benefit you the most. Okay, improve, improve yourself as one of the best morning habits you can do. One of the things you can improve first thing in the morning or at some point in the morning before work, before your day starts, is your confidence. Improve your confidence. I just got back from doing a bunch of speeches, a lot of speeches out of town, and self-talk was a huge part of it. What you say to yourself. There's a quote, it's one of my favorite quotes, and I apologize because I don't know who said it, 
The quote is, be careful what you say to yourself because you are listening. Oh, that's so good. I got to say it again. Be careful what you say to yourself because you are listening. My self-talk used to be horrible. Absolutely horrible. Remember, I used to wake up like 10 minutes before I had to leave for work. So my self-talk was, you are always late. Why do you do this to yourself? I can't believe you're treating yourself like this. This is horrible. Why can't you just turn your life around? Negative, negative, negative self-talk. I am now a professional speaker. I speak all over the country and I'm actually all over the world. I got speeches in the Bahamas I'm excited about. I'm going everywhere and I love it. I used to, before I grabbed the microphone to give a speech or speak in front of 10 or 15 people, I used to think awful thoughts about how I screwed up in the past. And this negative mindset would show in my speeches. I was a terrible public speaker until I was about 27, 28 years old, until basically a few years ago, five, six years ago. And then Toastmasters and I improved my self-talk. But the point is that self-talk, especially first thing in the morning, has helped me become a professional speaker. It's helped me build confidence that I never thought I could have in my life. Matt, how do you build confidence? How do you work on your self-talk? In my opinion, you legit look yourself in the mirror and give yourself these mini pep talks. I call them pep talks. Give yourself a mini pep talk. If you wake up and the kids are still asleep and everybody's asleep, you don't have to be yelling these pep talks into the mirror to wake everybody up. You can say them in your own head. But the point is to practice your self-talk. Practice what your mind is saying so that way you're building yourself up and not without knowing it, crushing yourself and really destroying your confidence. Think of a pep talk that is simple that you can remember and that you can say over and over again. This speech I just gave uh, last week, we were talking about self-talk. The speech or the, the self-talk, I should say, is something as simple as this. And I do this every morning. This has been my self-talk habit for probably at least a month or two now. I am enough. I am unstoppable. I believe in myself. That's what I say over and over and over again in my head or if I'm alone and my wife's not sleeping, I say it out loud. If she's not around, I'm not going to wake her up or, uh, or make her think that I'm crazy by screaming into the mirror. But she knows I do this anyways. <laughs> I am enough. I am unstoppable. I believe in myself. And even if you're saying it to yourself, whatever your pep talk is, say it with confidence. If you look at yourself in the mirror and go, ah, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm enough. You know, I, I guess I'm enough. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm unstoppable. And yeah, I get, yeah, I mean, yeah, I believe in myself. I mean, that, that's not going to work. Bring the energy and believe in yourself. Believe in what you're saying. And what will happen is you will train yourself to have this positive self-talk. You will train yourself and your default now will be to positive self-talk instead of negative self-talk or maybe no self-talk. And it's a great way to boost your confidence right when you wake up. How else can you improve? My favorite thing to talk about, and this is in my book as well, I mentioned this in a lot of my speeches, is having a smile foul. And I can't even say that without smiling and chuckling because I love it so much. Matt, what is a smile foul? Here's what it is. I beg you to start building one of these as soon as this podcast ends. A smile foul. A smile foul 
is examples of positive ways you've impacted other people's lives or at least positive somethings that you can read first thing in the morning and I ask everybody that I coach people that I talk to to build this smile file it doesn't just fill up right away I have a binder I'm actually working on my second binder which is really exciting of positive ways I've impacted other people if you post something on social media I mean it's this simple and somebody comments wow what, let's say it's Heather wow Heather that's a great post I really appreciate you doing that thanks for giving me that feedback that really boosted my confidence this morning if you're Heather then I want you to print that out screenshot it on your phone or on your computer print it out and put it in your smile file I actually have some people that have their smile file right on their phone in the notes which is fine as well whatever is easiest way for you to coordinate the smile file works for me and then what you do is once you start building this thing every morning and this takes 15 seconds 30 seconds max every morning you read one of these examples that is in your smile file and it cannot help but build your confidence it can't help but build your confidence build your self-esteem and you just feel great because you've seen ways you've impacted in a positive way other people's lives here's what else it does it sets the tone for how you're gonna live your day I promise you this will happen because I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in people I've talked to and coached once you start your smile file and you read one of these examples every morning you will look for ways to add value to other people's lives during your day it's just it's just what will happen because this has become a habit to read about yourself and how you've impacted other people and you will just want to do it because you're training your brain to want to do other nice acts of kindness or adding value to others. Start your smile foul now. Boom! There's a little poet. I don't even know it. Start your smile foul now. Okay, so that's how you can build confidence. That's two quick ways. Work on your self-talk. Start your smile foul. How else can you improve? You can improve your mind. You can improve your mind. How do you improve your mind? I will be honest with you all, as I've been this whole podcast and my whole life, I did not like reading. As I record this, I'm 36 years old. I did not get into reading until I was 32, 33. It actually took me writing a book to appreciate reading. My father, I love you, Pops. Mom, I love you. I did not listen to them when they told me that reading could open doors that I never thought imaginable. It's so true. Reading has helped me build my confidence and build my mindset to speak in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people, to put out this content in these videos. Reading has given me knowledge I never thought I could have, and it really has helped me build my mind. Now remember, I'm only a few years into reading, and I can't wait to see where this leads in the next five, 10 years. But reading something that helps you either with, let's say your personal growth, your personal finances, your business, Reading can open doors and change your life. I actually started a book club, which is pretty awesome. In our neighborhood, we have five people in our book club now, and that's really, really, really exciting. Improve your mind first thing in the morning. So we talked about improving your confidence, talked about improving your mind. The other way you can do it is listening to a podcast. Now, I know we said no phones until breakfast. I typically listen to podcasts on the way to meetings or the way to on the way to a speech or on the way to wherever. I love listening to podcasts and or audiobooks. It's basically 
what do I call it? Car university. You're getting an education as you're driving to wherever you need to go. It's incredible. I think I've learned more through podcasts and audiobooks than I did in my four years in college. And I don't want to say where I went to college because now they're probably going to listen to this and go, wait a second, we taught you a lot of stuff. <laughs> they did teach me a lot, but I think reading and podcasts are more up to date and they can teach you so, so, so much as you drive to wherever you're driving on a daily basis. Last thing you can improve is your future. Improve your future. How do you do that? Well, I think one of the best morning habits to do is review your goals and also set a daily goal. Set a daily goal. Let's just say you're in sales and you normally make three to five calls a day. Set that daily goal for seven calls today, seven sales calls or 10 if you want to be ambitious. Raise that goal slowly over time. Set a daily goal, a daily intention, because that will give your day more purpose. One of my daily goals today, as you hear this, I'm sure you probably know this, is to record this podcast. That was a goal of mine. I need to record this podcast today, and boom, here it is. It's happening, so I'm excited about it. Daily goal and also future goals. I believe everybody should have goals that are out in the future, three months, six months, 12 months, or even a 10-year goal is something that I think is really, really powerful to make sure you know what you want out of life, where you're going. I had no goals for a decade, and it ended up me being an alcoholic and basically destroying my mind and my body. Have goals, have big dreams, and that helps you go after them. And also, with this morning routine, if you set a five-year goal and you just write it down and you put it in a drawer and you never look at it, you think it's going to happen, yes or no? Probably not, right? You need to keep reviewing the goal over time and using 30 seconds or up to 60 seconds in the morning to review those goals will keep them fresh in your mind and help you continuously push after them and give you even more purpose on a daily basis. Review your goals. Boom! Okay. We talked about move, we talked about improve. Now let's go to soothe, the third best morning habit. I don't mean third best as in this is the least important. They're all equally as important. Soothing, actually for me, for that decade of alcoholism, soothing was what I probably needed more than anything because I was always stressed out. And soothing to me, it just has that stress-free feel to it. If you're soothed, if you're relaxed, you're you're probably gonna be much more productive because you're not going crazy in your mind and you're just kind of <sighs> Many of you listening to this probably think I need some more soothing because I can get all high energy and crazy and everything, which is true. I'm typically very high energy. But I do my soothing exercises every single morning and it's helped benefit me in a big, big way. Soothing will help you lower your stress. I don't think there's anybody on the planet that does need at least a little bit of help lowering their stress. I know I still, this is why I do it every day. I need to continuously lower my stress levels, make myself clearer in my mind, and then I'm able to attack the day much better. As we all know, stress can kill you. Stress can make you sick. Stress can make you say things you don't want to say. Stressing is not, not, not good. So this soothing part if you're somebody who's at least a little bit stressed out, can be very, very helpful for you to start your day. I think of everything that we've talked about, 
The first part of this soothing, one of the exercises you can do is life-changing. It's having a gratitude practice. Being grateful for your life, being grateful for my life, is something that can absolutely 1,000% change your life. And here's the other key. If you start a gratitude practice in the morning, it's incredible, as with anything else you do in the morning, and it becomes a habit, you will start to look for ways that you are grateful throughout the course of your day. If you start a gratitude practice and something bad happens a few hours later, I will almost guarantee you, I will bet you that your mind will default into gratitude instead of getting really angry and letting whatever happened ruin your day. Perfect example is somebody cuts you off in the car. I can't help but feel bad for that person because maybe they're running late. Maybe they're having a bad day. I, instead of getting mad at the person, I root for them and I say, you know what? I hope today they get to that meeting on time or I hope whatever they're stressed out about that that goes away. Who am I to judge somebody that I haven't even met, let alone seen for longer than a quarter of a second, right? I can't judge others. It's just because he's not driving the exact way that I want him to drive. I should get mad at him. I don't think so. <laughs> so one of the best ways to soothe in the morning is a gratitude practice. There's many different ways to do the gratitude practice. I actually do it twice. I do it once in the morning and then I, I write, I think about it in the morning and then I write five things I'm grateful for later on in the day or at night right before bed. In the morning, my routine is to sit down, eyes closed, and I focus on three things I'm grateful for. Again, there's different ways you can do your gratitude practice. Oh, one other cool tip that I have to mention because I just started doing this about a month and a half ago. Whenever I'm driving and a light is a, it's a green light and I'm driving and it turns red right before I get there. And you know, sometimes you're like, oh man, I missed the light. Whenever that happens to you, whenever you're frustrated, when that light turns red, flip it to gratitude. Whenever you see a red light, Think about something you're grateful for. I promise you it will change the whole way you look at driving and you look at traffic and you look at red lights. Next time you're driving and the light's green, it turns yellow than red and you miss it. And you're like, oh, I can't believe I missed that light. You know, your first one in line because you just missed it. Think about something you're grateful for. Maybe it's the fact that you actually have a car that you're able to drive and you're able to afford. Maybe it's the fact that you're able to see the road. You're able to have hands and feet to drive a vehicle. Think about something you're grateful for the next time that light turns red. It's amazing how that can change your whole perception of driving and, and missing green lights. But back to gratitude practice. Think about the way that's going to work best for you. You want to sit on the floor, close your eyes, and focus on three things you're grateful for. The only thing I will ask of you is as you're thinking about things you're grateful for, have at least one of them be something that's very small, something that's very simple, something like being able to afford the shirt that I'm going to wear to work today. Or if, if you're married or engaged and you have a ring on your finger, the, you're grateful for the fact that you're with somebody that you truly love. Or just something simple. If you're outside, the way that the wind is hitting you or the way the sun is rising or the way the clouds are set up. Something that is not something massive. Something that's very simple. And here's the reason for this. Because if you focus on one thing you're grateful for that's very simple, when you go through your day, you will start to focus on things that are simple and you'll start to feel this 
almost euphoric feeling of gratitude when something simple happens. It's amazing what this practice can do. I, I can't explain it. You just need to try it and, and just believe that this gratitude practice will absolutely help you in your life. So find what works best for you. If you only have 10 or 15 seconds, that's fine. Think of one thing you're grateful for. Thinking about one thing you're grateful for is better than not thinking about anything you're grateful for. And keep trying that traffic light thing because I promise that's gonna change your whole driving experience. Couple other things you can do to soothe your mind and your body. Journaling is something that absolutely has changed my life and here's why. When I was back in my drinking days, the reason I changed and quit drinking is because I used to journal. I wrote in this journal every morning I woke up hungover. I would write how I felt. And eventually, after too much time, but I eventually did it, I read all of the journal entries at one point. And when I read all of them and I started to see the pattern that my life had become, I changed, boom, immediately. Point being that journaling can also change your life. If you start to write down whatever you're feeling, the raw emotions, you're being honest with yourself, sometimes just writing down something that's upsetting to you can get it off your chest and onto the paper. And two things could happen. It could either make you feel better about it or it could make you look at it and actually see it and kind of laugh like, oh, that was silly. I got mad about that thing. Start a journal and... If something happens to you that's great throughout the course of that day or somebody tells you a story you don't want to forget, put that in a journal. I now have, I'm looking up as I'm doing this podcast, 12 journals full of information from my life experiences, things that I've learned, seminars I've heard. It's very, very powerful. And I get in deep into those journals. I reread them quite often. Two other things you could do to soothe the mind and the body is meditation and or prayer or both. Meditating can be a game changer. I've been meditating probably for about a year and a half, not straight as in like four hours a day, but I meditate for about 10 minutes every morning. I use the Calm app. I know there's a few of them. I think Headspace is the other one, the two that are really the bigger apps, but there's a lot of different ways you can meditate. And it's helpful because it's guided meditation for me. I like that. And I also like sometimes just having some light music in the background and just focusing on the breathing. But the meditation I've seen, the benefits I've seen to myself and people I've coached are stress goes down. And another powerful thing is focus. I'm able to focus so much more and also other people that I've talked to are able to focus so much more on the task at hand due to meditation. Because meditation, big part of it is depending on which one you do, focusing on your breath and almost being able to block out everything else and just focus on the breath. And it's really amazing what that practice can do for you. And then prayer, and if you're not religious, then just wishing other people well. And I think this rolls into a very powerful idea, which is one of forgiveness. I talk about praying for your enemies or praying for people you don't like very much can be very helpful with your relationship with them and your relationship with yourself. Wishing others well is the exact same or forgiveness. Please, please forgive. It sounds so simple and I'm constantly, that's constantly something I'm working on. Not only forgiving others, but forgiving yourself. When you forgive, it's just a whole different energy that is just absolutely incredible. And I would bet if you forgive somebody, and let's say it's something petty, a lot of times it's something small, and you forgive them, and in your mind you're like, you know what, I forgive that person for 
taking my pen without me knowing, you know, whatever, something, if it's something stupid, then your relationship with them will probably immediately improve. Your relationship with yourself will improve. Your relationship with life will improve. Those are the ways to soothe. Soothe, soothe, soothe first thing in the morning. That's going to wrap it up. We crushed it today. We, I know we went deep and I hope you got some value out of this. The three best morning habits every single morning. Move, improve, and soothe. Woo! And remember, start slow. But I ask you, as soon as you shut this podcast off, decide tomorrow morning what you are going to do. Are you going to add a gratitude practice? Are you going to exercise in the morning? Are you going to start your smile file? Start one thing you just heard with all my podcasts. I want to add an action item because if you just listen to it and then let it go, you'll never do anything like I've done with a lot of books that I've read. I'm sad to say. I need to take action immediately and know what I'm going to change. So now books that I read, I write down the one action I'm going to take because of that book. Please do the same for my podcast. What's the one action you're going to take tomorrow morning to crush your morning routine and take action on your day versus reacting to the day? Hit me up on social media, respond to any of my YouTube videos, and let me know what the action is because I think we keep building this community of people that want to improve their lives and improve their morning routine. We see other people do it and it builds confidence in ourselves that you can do it. Let's keep crushing it. Every morning, move, improve, and soothe. I love you. I thank you for listening. Let's talk soon. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,